Great day for talk radio. It's the Monday edition, and uh, Danny was just mentioning that Doug Ford has announced his committee to look into where the liberals might have uh, misspent all that money, totaling $15 billion. That's the deficit that we inherit. Uh, it was going to be a large one, rather significant numbers, but uh, some had anticipated maybe $11 billion, $10 billion in that neighborhood. But uh, it turns out on Friday, the announcement, and we had the finance minister, Vic Fideli, on the program, $15 billion going forward. The aggregate debt now that the province owes, that's you and me. And uh, it does risk a downgrade of our credit rating is uh, about $340 billion. How do we get out from under that? Interestingly enough, uh, I wanted to talk about the idea that, you know, this investigation from this committee is uh, in addition to the four different audits that are taking place concurrently, uh, one of which was handed over on Friday as a preliminary uh, status report on how badly the liberals had mismanaged the finances of the province. Uh, There's more to come. And this committee, in addition to that, as I say, six members from the PCs, three from the NDP, albeit Andrea Horvath was kind of mentioning that this is a a trick. It's a charade, I guess is what she called it, effectively borrowed from the McGinty uh, win playbook that you create this distress situation and effect the cure. In other words, and that would be making sacrifices or cuts. So it's a precursor or the premise upon which Doug will make cuts. That's the argument. But I say he still ought to go through with it. Uh, Obviously, he's planning to do so, but uh, I think there's a lot of merit in what he's planning to do because we need to know where the bodies are buried. In Latin, the expression, qui bono, who benefits? You know, that's one of the, the premises that investigators use to find out when they follow the money trail who actually uh, did benefit and what point of purpose was served in uh, insofar as some people being paid an outrageous sum for, I don't know, uh, let's just blue sky here, with the Green Energy Act, wind turbines, solar farms. Who set those up? At whose behest? And who at the end of the rainbow had the pot of gold? Friends in high places, connections, let's find out about it. This is all part of draining the swamp. And I think Doug has taken on the assignment with a renewed vigor because uh, he says this is the greatest scandal in the history, the biggest scandal, uh, government scandal in a generation, if not longer. By the way, on the matter of qui bono, and I'm going to get to it, I'm feeling like uh, I'm almost speaking legalese here. Uh, at uh, Not too long from now, Dr. Brett Belchett is going to join us. He's Global News Radio's medical expert. A story that involves the opioid uh, crisis that's now roiling through North America, and we're uh, not immune from that here in the province of Ontario. But interestingly enough, Global News has done a study. This is uh, something, an investigative report, uh, and we'll have more to say on this tomorrow. But it involves how some pharmacists are complicit in what looks to be a charade of sorts, where they stage robberies and the like in order to uh, maintain that Their inventory is down significantly, and they can't explain it. But all the while, it's a hoax because effectively they're selling these drugs, uh, fentanyl patches, morphine, oxycodone, uh, all these things now. And it's not, uh, look, I just want to maintain that uh, some perspective on this. There's about 1.5% of the pharmacists in Ontario, they say, according to this investigative report from Global News, that are uh, involved in this kind of illicit activity. 
Now, uh, there is an individual here, uh, Wasim Shaheen, who actually staged such a robbery, for which he got 14 years, by the way. But he claimed, and it's all graphically depicted on in-store video, where a guy wearing a Joker mask comes up to the counter wearing a, uh, wielding a knife, and Shaheen puts his hands up and effectively uh, goes through this whole idea of he's being robbed, and he fills a bag full of all the goodies in the uh, in the drug vault. This is part uh, of the 911 call made by this pharmacist, Wasim Shaheen, that was proven to be a fraud after investigators really dialed it in and found out, in fact, somebody dropped a dime on him, that uh, there was a discrepancy with the inventories and uh, all the rest of that. But this is a very, very serious situation. We're going to talk to Dr. Brett Belchitz about that. Before we do that, though, I want to play part of the 911 call made by this pharmacist. This, again, is a charade. He set it up. How convincing was this, though, when he dialed it in to 911? 911, Yeah, hello. I got robbed. You got robbed? Yeah. Where are you? At the IDA pharmacy. IDA pharmacy? Okay, what was what was taken? Everything. Are you hurt? No. No, do you work there? Yeah, I am the pharmacist. What was stolen? Narcotics. Narcotics? All right, uh, that's sort of the first part of it. As I said, we're just uh, scratching the surface. We'll talk to Brett Belchitz about that momentarily. It's a global news investigation, and it found that this stuff happens more than we might suspect. This particular dude uh, trafficked at least 5,000 fentanyl patches out the back door of his pharmacy in Ottawa. And while the province tries to monitor the prescribing and dispensing of opioids in Ontario, no alarms were raised by the conspicuous volumes moving through his pharmacy. See, all you got to do is dial in a robbery and somebody took and you fill in the blank as to the number of pills or patches. And the authorities have no way of knowing except that uh, it's a danger, a real risk to society because they're now out on the street. But he was selling them. And after compiling and analyzing disciplinary records from the Ontario College of Pharmacists between 2013 and 17, the investigation found 241 pharmacists who have put massive amounts of deadly opioids onto the street, defrauded the provincial drug benefit plan for millions of dollars, and committed fatal dispensing errors, uh, errors, amongst other things. But this is something that needs to be addressed, and we will shortly... uh, Dr. Brett Belchetz is going to join us. I did want to uh, also get around to the issue of Doug Ford calling this committee to uh, dig up the bones in the graveyard because we do have a lot of things that can't be accounted for right now with the Wynn Liberals and for Kathleen Wynn to be dismissive of all of this, suggesting that somehow uh, it's not all that uncommon. As a matter of fact, uh, she was criticizing Ford's committee, saying things are not off to a good start. The committee, interestingly, is made up of only um, Conservative and NDP members, six Conservatives, three NDP as I understand it. So the Liberal members are not even included in the, uh, the, uh, the committee. So that, just as a starting point, seems um, really like a, a very bad start to the whole process. <laughs> the Liberal members are not a part of the committee uh, unless they're willing to come forward and say, uh, here's where that money got misspent or here who here's who benefited from the largesse of the taxpayer because we have friends in high places and certain folks were granted contracts because they supported the cause or they were like-minded fellow travelers. 
they have no point or purpose being, and they're not even a party any longer. It's a rump operation of seven. And by the way, Kathleen Wynne is unrepentant. She denies that any deception has even taken place. I am completely clear and sure that we revealed everything about what we were doing in the financial realm. Well, I, you know, it was interesting. I was listening to his uh, remarks to his caucus this morning, and there was, you know, there was language that was very, very inflamed. And I, I don't know what he's got to back up the uh, the claims that he's making, the allegations that he's making, you'll have to talk to him about that. Well, all right, that's the whole point and purpose of the committee. This is what he's going to do. I mean, if he's he's got suspicion where there's smoke, there may be fire. And $15 billion tells you that's a whole lot of money that you place this burden like an albatross around the necks of the taxpayers and the people who might stand to benefit from social programs that we can't no longer, we can no longer afford. So she's missed the point. Uh, if he roots down to the bottom of it, I can understand she's nothing to see here, folks. Move on. Uh Uh-uh. And I believe uh, Doug Ford is on the right track, even though his naysayers, Andrea Horvath amongst them, even though she's got three of her own party members on this particular committee. Hopefully they're not just going through the motions, but this is something that's necessary to do. As I pointed out previously, I think we all suffer collective amnesia because we tend to forget how these people got into government in the first place. And that's the problem. We need a reminder. And if Doug's going to have to do it incessantly by pointing to the books that have been cooked or some way, some other way, uh, the profligate spending has placed us in this jackpot, more power to him. And uh, maybe it's something that we could have on a billboard in the middle of Dundas Square that keeps reminding us constantly. And uh, I'm not at this point willing to let this one slide even though there were people who were saying, well, he's just setting us up because he's going to come in with cuts and he's going to use this as the pretext for that. Uh, nope, it's just called accountability, and it, it's about night time we in the province uh, did have a little more of that and enjoyed uh, exactly what that's all about. We're going to get around to uh, this the other thing with the province when uh, it comes to monitoring how dispensaries uh, are keeping tabs on the number of opioids. The opioid crisis we know has caused all kinds of tragic consequences and is out of control. It, it seems like they're exponential in the number of uh, types of opioids that are making it to the streets in some, in no small measure because of these, uh, well, criminal pharmacists who are allowing this to happen because they're pushers of a sort. Dr. Brett Belches is going to weigh in and speak to that next. We've got our friend Cam at the bottom of the hour with leftovers and end cuts. Big day for Tiger Woods yesterday. A bigger day for golf, uh, arguably. Some people may not be as impressed with what he did, but I believe this to be something monumental, maybe the sports story of the year. So we'll discuss that and more. Brett Belchett's upcoming on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.